Oh boy. Oh boy is right. Howie Roseman might have done it again, ladies and gentlemen. If you remember me telling you how Howie's middle name is quarterback controversy, well, in this case, his second middle name should be tight end controversy. The Eagles are going into the season with two unsigned tight ends who are going to be competing against each other. He talked about it on the radio today. We're going to discuss his comments and talk about what it means for this Eagles team moving forward into the future. Let's talk about it. Perfect. 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 What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome on into Philly Take with RB, where we constantly talk Philadelphia sports every single day. You know what to do. Drop a like, hit the subscribe, hit the notification bell so you get all the notifications anytime we drop content, go live, or whatever else. Be sure to check out the merch store and consider becoming a channel member. All links and information down below in the description. So I woke up today and, you know, I'm trying not to... uh, you know, get too far out of my shell here. I'm trying not to be, you know, more than level-headed, but I'm freaking pumped. I can't wait for this game Sunday. I think Jalen Hurts is going to ball out and shut some people up, and I think we have a good chance to win and start off this new mark of the Eagles on a good note. However, there is something that has come up the last couple days, and it's been even, you know, more progressed today, and we have to talk about it. You know, the, the old me would probably let it slide, and I feel like a lot of people are just brushing this off right now, but I have to speak my mind. I think this is going to be an underlying issue for the Eagles this year. I think it's going to come up, and that's why I must talk about it here today so that we can get it out of the way, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But it revolves around the Eagles' tight end room, the tight end situation, and one, you know, one tidbit, just so we can get off on a good note before we get into that. Speaking of Howie on the radio today, he was asked about the whole Carson Wentz thing and Jalen Hurts, and this is what he had to say. Hurts can play and he can win. On if he'd make the and on if he'd make the Hurts pick again. Quote, we loved Carson, but we played four playoff games and we needed our backup in every one. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. The Eagles, you know, you do need a, a good solid backup quarterback when you're trying to make a run. In that case, did did, did you have to get one in the second round? Did you have to go out and fool everybody? Did you think, you know, that veterans don't exist? And also, weren't you the same guy that paid Carson Wentz how much money the year before? So it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, But anyway, we're past. I just thought, you know, that would be pretty funny. But getting into this tight end situation, um, I I am very worried. Dallas Goddard, if you haven't heard the news, uh, according to himself, in a, pre, in a recent press conference a couple days ago, broke contract negotiations. Him and his agent broke negotiations with the Eagles. This is what he had to say about it to Eagles reporters. Quote, we thought we'd have a deal done by this time of the year, but the team just decided to go a different way. We haven't gotten that done yet. I'm not too worried about it. I believe in what I can do. I believe in being able to go out and perform, and whatever happens, happens. I'm not too worried about my contract right now. I just want to focus on winning games, winning the division, and ultimately winning the Super Bowl. Goddard's comments came less than a week removed from fellow tight end Zach Ertz saying he had repaired his relationship with the Eagles front office. So Zach Ertz, uh, uh, you know, last week came out and said, you know, I want to be here. And, and there was a sentimental thing. And, you know, it's crazy seeing, you know, this guy last year, head in his hands, crying in a press conference. And now he's pretty much trying to say, you know, he's going to stay here and be an Eagle for life. Now, you know, part of me wants to buy into it, and part of me also wants to stay objective and realize, you know, maybe Zach is putting his best interests out there. He wants to go to another squad 
prove himself, and ultimately get his bag. But I don't know what to believe. I really don't. Uh, but when it comes to this tight end situation, I am so worried. And I'm going to try to put an, an uh, analogy out here for you guys. It's the, the Philadelphia Eagles and Howie Roseman. It's like buying a new car, right? You already have a pretty sexy car in your garage, but you want to upgrade to the top tier, right? And you're going and you're filling out the paperwork and it's a long, tedious process and you're about to rip your eyes out and you finally get to the last couple sheets and then you think to yourself, well, you know, I, I, I like my car where it's at now, but, but I still like this new car. I might go and get this new car, but I, I want to weigh the options and see. You see how that doesn't make sense? You can't afford both cars. You can't afford the insurance. And you have your car and you just went through this whole process and you you were about to go all in and now you're having second thoughts and now you're stuck in the middle. That's the best way I can put this. I I, I mean, this this might end up really bad and I'm worried about it. Here, here's what I have to say. Zach Ertz should have been gone this offseason. And do not get me wrong. If it was up to me and I could rewind the clock... I probably would have paid Zach Ertz just because I believe he had, you know, he has a lot of good football left. He was uh, approaching 30 years old. He just came off an 1,100-yard season and then like 935-yard season, you know, eight touchdowns, six touchdowns. I mean, this guy, you know, he can play. He can play. He's been a perennial tight end for this franchise. He's been a cornerstone. He helped us win the Super Bowl. He's been here his whole career. I love Zach Ertz. He'll forever be one of my top five favorite Eagles, you know, for helping us win that game in the way he did. But at the end of the day, when, when it comes down to it, based off of how the situation played out, how it occurred with Howie Roseman not paying him, them going at it in a shouting match and everything, it got to a point where it's like, you know what? You, you were supposed to trade him, and that's why he should have been traded this offseason so you could have at least got something. I know the year before you could have got a lot more for him. But this is just the organization flaws that I'm talking about. You could even trace this back a couple years ago to when the the Eagles won the Super Bowl and then they drafted Dallas Goddard in the second round. I know people say we stole him from the Cowboys. True. But at the same time, did you need that at that point? Right? And then, you, you know, this situation was bound to happen if Dallas Goddard showed some promise and that's what he did. Now, when it comes to this team now, it's like, you know, Zach Ertz, it, it, I mean... He's trying to play for a contract. Dallas Goddard's trying to play for a contract. And, and the belief was after last season, the reason you didn't pay Zach Ertz was because you were going to pay Dallas Goddard. He was your guy moving forward. He's four years younger. And now I know people are going to say, and they've been telling me all day, oh, well, Dallas Goddard hasn't earned the contract yet. Okay, fine, fair. Well, in that case, why didn't you pay Zach Ertz last year? We want, you know, if we pay Dallas Goddard, it's going to be on the promise and the potential that he can live up, you know, to be a great tight end. And we've seen flashes of that. I know he's been hurt a couple times. And the reason he hasn't gotten a full sample size is because he's been alongside Zach Ertz. And you just can't play both of them enough snaps and get them enough touches, you know, to see both of them in full action next to each other. And, and they're, you know, you just can't afford both of them. And we know that. Anyway, Howie Roseman was asked about the situation. Here's what he had to say. Quote, I think what, what we do in calm times, we try to make sure we know the value of all our players. Zach's a guy we drafted. We signed, helped us win a Super Bowl. We had a bad year. I had a bad year. This team had a bad year. Doesn't make us bad at our jobs. We know what kind of player Zach is. We know what kind of person he is, and we're not going to sell guys short when we know who they are. So pretty much what he's saying is, 
He still wants to get more value for Zach Ertz. He didn't get that this past offseason. But my my response to that is, are, you know, are you going to build Zach Ertz up enough this year? Or first off, is Zach Ertz going to potentially win his job back? Could you imagine that route from everything that transpired and now him becoming the tight end of the future and getting paid? Maybe just not as much. I mean, could you imagine that? It's really hard to based off everything that happened. And then in addition to that, it's almost like, I mean, what what are you going to build his trade value up through eight weeks of the season before the deadline and sell him off at that point? We even heard rumblings a few days ago that Dallas Goddard was being targeted by the Vikings and that, you know, a deal just didn't go through. So I don't know what to believe. I think this is a whole bunch of jumble, and it's just really messed up. It's really messed up. And getting to the other quote, how he says, nobody knows our players better than us, seeing them day in, day out, what they do for this team, uh, what they do for the city on and off the field. Zach's a legend. We're not going to go and look to move guys. We know that their value is great. He's huge, huge part of this team. We're excited. Anyone who's been at camp, they remember who Zach is. Okay, he's looking better. He's fine. I feel like how he's trying to talk up his value, and that's fine. He is a legend in Philadelphia, but you know what? I, I know you could have got a lot more value for him two years ago, but you didn't. And, you know, you could have traded him in the offseason, gotten at least something. I just don't – because here's my problem. This season, you're not going to see both of them as much as you want to. So is Dallas Goddard, put, you know, going to come out here and, and really be able to show us he's our guy? I don't know. It depends how much uh, usage he's getting. In terms of Zach Ertz, you know, the, the goal of all this is to pay the guy that you think will be the dude moving forward and trade the other one and get the most value that you can at that time – and I just don't see that happening. And now we risk a couple other things. What if Dallas Goddard gets hurt and Zach Ertz comes in and has a decent season? What if Zach Ertz gets hurt and Dallas Goddard doesn't play as good as we think he can? What if both, you know, this is making for an awkward situation. It's just like a quarterback controversy. And they're great friends. And I don't want to see this type of thing derail, you know, the locker room. What, what if both of them were to go down or, you know, eat the worst situation possible? After this season, they're both free agents. What if both of them look at the Philadelphia Eagles and they think to themselves, well, is this a team that's going to contend for, you know, what if we have a bad year? Are they both just going to walk away or are we going to, I feel like we're going to trade one at some point, but my question is, are we going to be able to really polish them up in this amount of time with where this team is at? And that's what I'm concerned about. I think this is a whole mess. And I think Howie Roseman has, has potentially done it again. I really hope it works out. I hope we can sign one of these guys. My urge would be to sign Goddard because he's the younger guy moving forward. And that's kind of where, you know, the decision to where you've made it as an organization. And I'll always love Zach Ertz, but I don't know. This whole thing is just getting really tied up. Um, and, and I feel like it's going to come up throughout this year. And I do not want to lose both of these guys and get nothing in return. So those are just my thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know all your thoughts down below in the comments section. Like always, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.